We're going to get straight into hashtag what are you packing. Our guest is in the building, Lala Hirayama, Japanese-born South African TV host, actress, dancer, model. 2009, Lala was voted, number 50, was voted 15th in FHM's 160th Women in the World. We think it was fixed. <laughs> Only 15. And 14 again in 2010. Best known for her work as one of the longest-serving hosts on Vuzu. She was a judge on SS Got Talent with Yours Truly and a host of her own uh, show, La La Land, on Mnet Movie Channels. Lala Hirayama was born in Hiratsuka in Kanagawa in Japan. She spent her early years in Japan, moved to Australia, and finally at the age of six uh, came home. In 1997, Lala became a junior horse riding champion. In 2001, wow, she returned to Japan, fresh. where she taught hip-hop, tap, modern <laughs> dancing it. in Kagoshima. <laughs> Upon return to SA, she became part of the official dancers for artists at the time, such as Lebomatosa uh, uh, and Squatter Camp. She first appeared on SA TV screens at the age of 15 as a presenter for the Daily Kids Time channel, Crazy on ETV. She's also an actress. She's been on shows like Rhythm City and Zone 14. Ladies and gentlemen, Lala Hirayama <laughs> is in the building. Wow. Hello, La. Fresh. I miss you so much, dude. I miss you too, you dude. Been? But that intro, can you just intro me into every room next time? We like, shall I do like that. Everywhere I go. Announcing <laughs> Lala Hirayama. Please stand. You're terrible. I'm actually blushing and very embarrassed. How you doing, though? I, I miss you a lot. I miss I you a lot because I've, I've, I've had the good fortune of working with you in at least three, four, five projects. We've done some and, good work. And, and uh, your work ethic is actually quite, quite infectious. Aww, so fresh. thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, I could say the same for you. In, in fact, one thing that blew me away about working with you that I, I hope I'm allowed to mention oh, is dear. the fact that you suffer panic attacks sometimes. Yes, I do. But we were on live TV... You were in the middle of a panic attack, yeah. and you held it together. <laughs> I was, who is this woman? The samurai are back. <laughs> Listen, I appreciate that. Not a lot of people actually understand yes. what happens when your body goes through a panic attack. Yes. I have yeah, panic disorder, so it comes whenever it wants to. Yes. And sometimes live television, it happens. For yeah? people that don't know what on earth panic disorder is, what happens? What's happening in your head at uh, the time? You short circuit. So you're producing a lot more of the stress hormone than you're supposed to. Yes. Um, and your body just thinks that it's going through extremely stressful situations. So everything starts going really fast. Your heart, I go blind, unfortunately, wow. and I start going numb. Uh, my whole body goes numb or pins and needles. I sometimes lose my eyesight. So what helps you almost stay awake? Um, I just, I kind of chant and I pray. I do yes. uh, tapping techniques. There's all types of things I've Jeez. had to learn. But anyway, not I, about I, that. Like I said, I was, I didn't know whether to be freaked out or impressed at the time. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting at that table watching like, like, all these performances. So now I'm panicking for you, but I'm like, but she's got this. So let me not panic. Bless you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Japanese mom. Indeed. And uh, eccentric Jewish dad. That's it. Very proud. <laughs> How did mom and dad meet? Um, Actually, dad was in Japan. He was doing, uh, he, he was actually there for treatment, but he was teaching English. Mom was working for the fighter jet F-16 company, the American company. Yes. Need to learn English. Yes. They met at school. Oh, flip. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sacrilege. <laughs> Dating your English teacher. So why was your dad getting treatment in Japan and not South Africa at the time? Um, at that time, there wasn't cryotherapy treatment for cancer, and my ah. dad was, uh, he was suffering from cancer. Yes. Yeah, has he ever said what it was about your mom, or has she ever said what it was about him? I, 
Actually, that's gross. I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was the way he rolled his R when he spoke English. Stop it. I don't want to know. <laughs> We're hanging out with Lala Hirayama. This is Fresh Breakfast on Metro FM. More after this. Malums on decks on Metro FM. Ma'Afrika. This is the remix. It's 6.31. Lala Hirayama is in the building. Hey. Hashtag, what are you packing? Papa Stan on Twitter says, she's finally here. I swear I'd be frozen if I found myself in her presence. Oh, wow. I can't even put into words the admiration I have for this stunning Lala Hirayama. Mm, oh the God. look, mm. that smile, mm. fast and Jay. Mm. Yes. Oh, my. Oh, my. When I grow up, I want a wife just like her. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's from Papa Stan. Oh. Is there a, a Papa in your life? Are you a Mama Stan for someone? <laughs> yes, no? Yes, I okay. am, indeed. Sorry, Papa Stan. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag, what are you packing? We're going ape-ish with Lala Hirayama. What on earth is PCOS? We'll find out. That in the background is the sound of Sumizi twerking to the Kara's in front of Lala Hirayama. This is ape-ish. Hashtag, what are you packing? Lala is in the building. Now, we were co-judges on Essays Got Talent. And whenever there were dancers on stage, her eyes would light <laughs> up. Tell us about your love for dance. Ah, oh, man, my love for dance. Yeah. I, I was dancing before I could walk. Yes. And um, as soon as I got the opportunity to express myself through dance as a child, I did. Yes. Um, I didn't care where I was, who was watching. I was actually a very shy child, but mm. as soon as music came on, my dad is a musician. So yes. once that music was like going, yes. I was going to. <laughs> now, you were a member of a crew at some stage. Yeah. Was that before you danced for Lebo or after? It was during. Okay. Yeah, so my dance career kind of took off when I was one of the co-founders of a crew called Clinch. Yes. Uh, I came back from Japan. You guys were I, ahead of your time, but carry yeah, on. Yeah, we kind of kicked that thing off, didn't yes. we? It was it was a great time in my life. I yes. just came back from Japan. Hip-hop yeah. dance was really big, underground. Mm. I came back to SA. There was nothing like it. We had 021 and Static B-Boys, uh, Zanian Flames, and that's about it. Yes. And... Uh, I saw a couple of guys who dance. I approached them. I was like, let's do this. We can, you know, we can start something. Yes. And before we knew it, we were traveling the country, dancing for South African musicians. And then Lebo Matosa approached me. Yes. And that was that. And the rest is history. Man, it was incredible. Some G, we were shooting um, Tropical uh, Island of Treasure mm. in Thailand. Thailand. Man, mm. it was beautiful. Because I'd forgotten that she used to dance. So in this club, all of a sudden, there's a massive circle. So I'm like, there's a massive circle in the middle of the club. What's going on? We get to the circle, it's Lala in the middle of the circle. I'm like, damn, son, I forgot you dance. No, she does. Lala, oh yeah. my goodness, I've toned it down, guys. I'm old now. I'm 30. No, shut up. No, I'm old. I'm I'm now calming down. You're I'm going only to be a 30. Lady. You're I'm only 30. 30. Okay, I've always told her, that. though, she knows that, you know, I. We, oh. Like, I, I, I can't promise that I won't. You won't stray. <laughs> <laughs> That's how obsessed I am with her legs. <laughs> it's just that there's, there's uncle here. So. Yes. <laughs> in, in fact, uh, why are you here, Lala? Why um, am I here? Yeah, let's talk about women's health. 
because um, I know that's a thing that's dear to your heart. It is very dear to my heart. You know, it, it's Women's Month at the moment. And yes. as much as I'm kind of over this whole, you know, we should celebrate women only in August. Mm. Um, I do feel like it's really important while we're busy championing the story of women and, and what we go through. It's really important to talk about a thing that I think we overlook all the time. And that is women's health. Yes. Because we're looking after everybody. Ladies, you know what I'm talking about. We're looking mm. after everybody else except ourselves. And... Um, Something that I was diagnosed with at the end of 2015 was something called polycystic ovarian syndrome. Jeez, okay. When I was diagnosed with this, I didn't realize that I had actually been living with it my whole life, or since at least when I was a teenager. Mm. And I was 27 when I was diagnosed. So what happened? Like, what mm. were you feeling that you felt something is not right? So basically, I, I was really stressed out. And I thought, well, you know, I'm just breaking out. My skin's breaking out. I'm mm. putting on a little bit of weight. I'm craving some weird food. Yes. Um, and my hair's falling out. And I know I'm not pregnant. And I know I'm not pregnant. Yes. Um, matter of fact, I'm skipping periods. Yes. So I definitely know that, you know, it's been three months and I'm, I'm not pregnant. Yeah. And I, there's something wrong mm. with me. Mm. Um, so I went to a doctor. I went to go see an endocrinologist, okay. which is a doctor of hormones. Yes. And took some blood tests and looked at me and said, Wow. Okay, there are some serious issues with you. Mm. But the symptoms that I was dealing with was basically what most women are dealing with on a day-to-day -day basis that think it's normal. Oh, yes. So it's part of your PMS symptoms. In fact, I think we generally have a culture of ignoring little pains and niggles. Yeah. Thinking it went away yesterday, so it can't be that bad. In fact, please introduce your uncle. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I am so excited. Presenting um, my uncle. Uh, he's South African born, uh, lived in South Africa, studied in South Africa, and then moved to Australia, yes. uh, where he is a practicing clinical doctor yes. and runs his own retreat. I, I'll, I'll probably not do this justice, and I'll let him speak on his behalf. Yes. But uh, this is my uncle. I call him Ashana, but yes. he is Dr. Russell Cooper. Morning, Doc. Hi. Hi um, I don't know if there's anything you'd like to add, uh, you know, in terms of what Lala has said so far about symptoms she was dealing with, about the fact that we, we almost train ourselves to live with daily pain, to deal with chronic pain even. Yep. Mm -hmm. In fact, black women are notorious for almost ignoring just take a chronic yeah. pain. Or you just live with it, or yeah. you just limp along. Well, we live in a harsh world. Yes. You know, we have uh, there are lots of expectations made upon us. Um, times are tough and a lot of expect is expected. Um, and a woman, you know, for guys, it's easy. We mm. just um, eat, um, go to the gym, do our thing, yes. enjoy our work. For women, they've got this hormonal cycle, which is a wonderful thing and it can drive them crazy yes. if the levels are not right. It can drive men crazy too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but for women, there's this condition called polycystic ovarian syndrome yes. about... 10 to 20% of women, that's about one in seven women Jeez. have this condition. So it's surprisingly common. So we have, about, about, we have about three, 4,000 women in this building. So you're saying one in seven of them are correct, probably going correct. through this. And, you know, <clears throat> um, what normally happens is, is as Lali mentioned, women will start off with symptoms of maybe weight gain or hair growth on their face or on their body where obviously they, they're not expecting hair to be growing, but yes. then they start losing hair as well. Mm. They could also have acne. And then the more, these more sinister things of their period is abnormal. Mm. Their cycle is long. Um, and if they choose to fall pregnant, it's very difficult to fall pregnant. Ah. But then when they go and get investigated, they start finding out that there's a much deeper 
hormonal imbalance that is taking place that is driving the ovaries to make these things called polycysts, so many, many cysts. Okay. So many cysts on the ovaries dry is driven by an imbalance in one of these hormones called insulin, an excessive amount of insulin, mm. which without getting too technical is normally caused by um, gene problems like gene mutations or what we call gene polymorphisms mm. and then it drives the wrong amount of hormones these are growth factors yes so it causes the ovaries to grow follicles but rather than the follicles growing to maturation and um, to maturity and then being released as the egg for fertilization which is ovulation mm. that process doesn't happen and they get stuck and and uh, during that process large amounts of female hormones are made and large amounts of male hormones are made um, and this oh, excess, hence the, the, the hair growth correct, sometimes. So the excess amount of male hormones is, um, it's too much for women. Yes. And um, emotionally it can make them feel very unwell so they can get depression and mm. anxiety. Mm. But at the same time, they get the skin effects. So it's it's very cosmetic. Yes. Um, and they can have all the treatments in the world, you know, so laser and uh, facials and what have you to get rid of the acne and the extra hair growth. But systemically or internally, this condition continues. You know, it can even be related to um, what's called metabolic syndrome, which mm. is when there's a disturbance, when there's too much insulin, too yes. much glucose, mm. and that can lead on to type 2 diabetes and even on to cardiovascular disease. So this so is this is actually a bigger deal than it's probably is made, a, made, made, this is made a to be. a huge deal, and women suffer enormously. And, you know, conventionally, it's a very hard uh, condition to treat. In medicine, we use the... In fact, I was going to say, please hold that thought. Uh, when we come back... How, if at all, do we treat or manage polycystic ovarian syndrome? We're hanging out with Lala Hirayama and uh, her uncle, Dr. Russell Cooper. Right now, we're going to get straight into fresh beers with Samke Mthongo. I love his work ethic, man. This is Cuneus featuring Amanda Moe with Amen. Ameni. 6.56. Fresh breakfast on Metro FM. Hashtag, what are you packing? We're hanging out with superstar Lala Hirayama. Uh, also in the building is, uh, happens to be her uncle, Dr. Russell Cooper. And we're talking, amongst other things, about polycystic ovarian syndrome. Um, PICOS. Just quickly, Doc, for those that have just tuned in, yeah. what is PCOS? Just PCOS. briefly. So polycystic ovarian syndrome. It's yes. a syndrome um, that that is primarily in women, but believe it or not, men can get it as well. Obviously, yes. men don't have ovaries, but they get the, the whole body effect of it, which is um, insulin resistance. So insulin mm. is a hormone related to the the moving, uh, getting rid of too much blood sugar yes. in our in our body. So, for instance, yeah. one of the ways it manifests itself is in weight gain. But Correct. Lala didn't put on weight. Correct. So, Correct. how do so we? So you can have what is what is known as lean picos. So okay. some women don't have to put on the weight with this condition, ah. but if they do put on weight, often the symptoms are far more severe. Yes. Because there's what we call severe insulin resistance, meaning that the cell cannot absorb insulin correctly, so you yes. cannot get rid of sugar correctly. Mm. So there's a much high risk of type 2 diabetes. And you're undiagnosed and you're going to gym and you're doing all Correct. the right things and Correct. it doesn't make sense. Correct. It doesn't make sense. So the thing is, when you've got too much insulin, then you drive the ovaries to make too much male hormones called androgens. Yes. And, and then, then you wonder why you've got the facial hair. Correct. And then Correct. you continue to be frustrated Correct. and Correct. you're not but it, diagnosed. But all the emotional symptoms as well. And this is what plagues women. So the normal sort of symptoms that go with premenstrual uh, tension, you yes. know, before they 
there before their period. This is like ramped up. This is like PMT on steroids, wow. literally, yes. literally, because there's so many steroid hormones yes. that are causing the body to put on weight, to dysregulate the uh, the ovulation, yes. uh, and to women to even lose ovulation. So it's very difficult for these women to fall pregnant. How do I get diagnosed? Where do I go? Yeah, so you need to initially start off with your GP. Do yes. some basic tests with your GP. And okay. then the GP will probably So what are they you. checking? Your hormone levels? So your hormone levels, your insulin levels, your blood sugar levels. Okay. You see? And then the GP will more than likely refer you either to a gynecologist or an endocrinologist. Okay. So like a specialist for, for ladies' yes. Ill, uh, health. Sure. Or a, an endocrinologist, a mm. hormone doctor. And then that doctor will do further tests to, and also an ultrasound of the ovaries. Because one of the clinical diagnostic features is multiple undeveloped follicles on the mm. ovaries. Mm. So normally what happens very simply is each month one uh, one follicle is sort of selected to mature and then to be released. And that follicle is the follicle that can help a woman fall pregnant. Yes, yes. You see, that's ovulation. But in Poly, in PCOS, that that follicle doesn't become dominant and oh. never is selected, and women don't ovulate. And oh, the so there could be the other reason you are struggling to fall pregnant, even that you're struggling to fall yes. pregnant. Correct. So, wow. so women, you know, may struggle for a few years, yes. then go to the doctor and then get diagnosed. The With, million rand question: yeah. Can it be fixed? This is such a complex problem yes. that short term, some of the issues can be fixed, but there are lots of long term issues. So there's mm. no overall cure, but it can be ameliorated. So there's so you can manage it. You can manage it. So there, there's conventional medicine yes. that can help. And some women, it helps them tremendously. But the conventional medicine you can react to as well. So I've been working in integrative medicine for many years yes. in practice, working with nutritional medicine mm. and sort of natural ways of helping women with hormone issues. Yeah, help your body help itself. Correct, yes. correct. And learning some of these extraordinary, using some of these extraordinary minerals yes. and, and herbal substances so. where there's now a lot of research and um, it actually works in PCOS fantastically well yes. without the side effects. So we can get very good clinical results, yeah. improving ovulation, in, improving uh, people losing weight, mm. uh, people's mood and emotions improving. But most important of all, yeah. um, you know, from a cosmetic point of view, as you lower the androgens, mm. lower the estrogens, support progesterone. So this is like this unholy triad that happens yes. in this condition. Sure. Women have very high male hormones, very mm. high female hormones the main one being estrogen, but also very l low levels of progesterone, which is the balancing, yes. calming, tranquilizing, soothing, smoothing, uh, diuretic hormone that helps women lose weight. A lot of women hang on to fluid with yes. this condition. Yes. Now, Doc, we're going to break for news, but for those that uh, maybe have to get out of the car or get into the office, yes. is there a website with information for people? Yes, there is. So check out, uh, log on to www.lifesource.org. Lifesource.org.za. Yeah. Okay, are. that's for those of you that need to leave us right now. Thank you for listening. We carry on with our conversation also, finding out if Lala is smarter than a primary school kid. <laughs> SAPC News, 
And then news at seven, SA man sentenced to death in Vietnam and U.S. policeman found guilty of murder in teen's death. In your sporting headlines, Pogba says Manchester United players are in shock after Spurs humbling and Kaiser Chiefs are hopeful that Mulungwane is going to return early in 2019. Details at 7.30. A South African man has been sentenced to death in Vietnam for drug trafficking. International relations has withheld the man's identity. However, However, a local newspaper has named him as Tyrone Lee Kutsia. He was found guilty of trafficking nearly 1.5 kilograms of cocaine. Takwana Ngatane reports. And he would be paid after his arrival in Vietnam, a country where trafficking 100 grams or more of heroin or cocaine is punishable by death. Minister Lindy Wesisulu says there are currently 800 South Africans in foreign jails. More explosive revelations are expected when the former head of government communication and information systems, Temba Masego, appears before the state capture inquiry this morning. However, former ANC MP Feki Mento will take the stand before Masego. Mbali Tetani reports. As the commission gets underway this morning, it is expected to see former ANC MP Feki Mento wrapping up her testimony. Then former GCIS head Temba Masego will give his evidence and is the only person who directly implicates former President Jacob Zuma. Maseko alleged that he received a call from Zuma in 2010 asking him to aid the Gupta brothers with placing government advertisements in the Gupta-linked New Age newspaper. The city of Johannesburg has offered a reward in connection with what it says was sabotage at the Eichenhof substation on Monday, leading to a power outage and extensive water cuts. Mayor Herman Mashaba says he's convinced from video footage that the fire started outside the substation where someone poured oil to set it alight. Angela Bolwana reports. Mayor Herman Mashaba is fuming about what he calls an act of sabotage which caused water shortages to book. He also called on communities to report any information they might have and said there was a reward of 100,000 rand for information that leads to a successful arrest. A Texas jury has found a former U.S. policeman guilty of murder for fatally shooting a teenager in a car moving away from him. The BBC's Charlotte Gallagher. Roy Oliver sprayed bullets into a car full of children as they were leaving a party in the city of Dallas. One of those bullets hit Jordan Edwards, a 15-year-old high school football player who tried to flee when he heard gunshots coming from a nearby car park. Footage proved that was a lie. Looking at minimum and maximum temperatures for today, starting in Gauteng, Pretoria's 8, reaching a maximum of 24 degrees today. Johannesburg is 5 and 22. Farienaheng is 3 and 22. Mbombela is 11 and 23. Bulukwane 8 and 22. Mahikeng is 8 and 25. Bloemfontein 1 and 23. Kimberley is 1 and 25. Cape Town 10 and 19. Port Elizabeth is 10 and 22. East London is 11 and 22. Moving on to KZN, Durban is 10 and 24. Richards Bay is uh, 10 and 24. Peter Maritzburg is 6 with a maximum of 23 degrees today. A recap of the top story at 7 o'clock. A South African man has been sentenced to death in Vietnam for drug trafficking. 706, six minutes after seven. This is Fresh Breakfast on Metro FM. Today, Wednesday, 29 August 2018, only 92 days to go before we set sail on O Ship uh, with Metro FM. Get details at oship.co.za. On this day in 1976, 
speaking at a ceremony to mark his 10th anniversary as Prime Minister, Balthazar Johannes, or B.J. Forster, admitted in the wake of the June 16 uprisings that South Africa has problems internationally and economically, but claimed that these did not constitute a crisis. Politicians, Mm. sound familiar? His remarks were strongly criticized by the opposition. The Soweto riots harmed the image of South Africa as investors were skeptical about investing in an unstable and chaotic environment, and others were simply leaving the country. B.J. Forster, on this day in 1976, saying, Crisis? What crisis? It's 2018. The rest is history. Or maybe not. Crisis? What crisis? Shut up. The remix, this is Skebedep Dep, DJ Capital, Questa, Kidex, Reason, Youngster, CPT. What a tune. And of course, Stogie T. How dare I forget about him? We're hanging out with Lala Hirayama and uh, Dr. Russell Cooper. We're talking about a condition uh, Lala experienced, had to deal with, polycystic ovarian syndrome. Someone is asking, what's the difference between... Uh, PCOS, can I call it that? Yeah. PCOS and endometriosis. Yeah. What's the difference? So they're very different conditions. Yes. Uh, firstly, PCOS we've been talking about is um, too many. Um, gee, it's, it's so complex. Where to start? Yes. Uh, women have polycystic ovaries, so they have undeveloped follicles on their ovaries, okay. which don't reach maturity, and there's uh, too much. Uh, male-based hormones, androgens formed, which can be expressed as increased weight gain and problems with uh, problems with their skin, um, acne, and um, hair growth on their body where they don't want it and loss of hair. But they're more sinister complications than that in that they can develop type 2 diabetes and cardiovascular disease. Now, mm. the difference is that endometrial... Now, Firstly, with PCOS, you also have high estrogens. So the two conditions mimic each other in that they both have high estrogens. Um, But the whole thing with endometriosis is there is a movement of the ovum rather than down the fallopian tubes into the into the uterus, Mm. the uh, the 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 uh, the fluid from the the. from the the ovary goes into the abdominal cavity and deposits there and then that can grow and with each cycle they can have like what we call metastatic growth Mm. of uh, of these these lesions and that is exceptionally painful Mm. they often need a lot of surgery it's a very difficult condition to treat but the best thing is to suppress their hormones Kim Apps on Twitter says, um, I'd like to know how women without private medical aid or health care can get help through the public health system, if at mm. all. So, um, not, yeah. yeah, so there are quite a few ways in which doctors treat mm. um, PCOS. Well, there is the set standard they put you on. Uh, they definitely put you on the pull. Mm. Um, that was something that I was put on first. Yes. Um, and so they say that, you know, it'll help with your hormones. It'll regulate you. It'll give you a period. Mm. Um, and that's obviously something that a lot of women are are struggling with. The big problem with that is that not everybody reacts well yes. to the pull. Mm. And I can say this because I speak from experience. I was on the pull since I was about 14 off and on. And I really struggled. Mm. Um, By the time I was 27, I hear that it's actually quite common. As you get older, your body doesn't react the same way Mm. um, on this this drug. So there is that. But um, 
we have formulated something mm, mm. that is natural, mm. um, and that was actually born from me experiencing really bad um, things with with doctors. I went through quite a few doctors. I'm, I'm told it sometimes is even embarrassing to even come forward and say, this is what's happening to Indeed. me. As a woman, you know, your body is, is your temple. Mm. A, lot of, a lot of stuff is going on every yeah. day that we deal with. And sometimes there's maybe a, a heavy period or we're missing a period and we think, okay, well, maybe it's just a phase. Mm. You know, oh, I'm breaking out. Maybe it's just because I'm stressed. Sure. Um, and it gets to a point where, okay, hang on, it's not, but now mm. I'm really scared to go check. Sure. Um, I'm scared to find out what it is because maybe it's something really severe or I'm just really embarrassed to speak to somebody. Mm. Who well, I put on all to. this weight and I don't want to be prodded and I t- you feel sometimes you do feel like a bit of a test yes. you know a test dummy mm. um, and, th- and that's horrible it's a really horrible feeling but unfortunately the only way to cure yourself is to know what's wrong and get help and get help so yes there are um, ways in which to do that mm. and there are ways to do it naturally there's mm. certain things that you can do um, and not rely so much on medicine but mm. a ketogenic diet which actually has been proven mm. to show great results with people who suffer from this so that means just no sugar mm. completely cutting out sugar which can be very very in, difficult in fact if you cut out sugar you'll be amazed at how many other things you might fix in your body <laughs> 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 isn't that true yeah. quickly before we get to our game. Yes. Pearl on Twitter says, I was diagnosed last December. I had a cyst aspirated in January, uh, put on metformin for six yeah. months. I'm still in pain, mm. still have hair loss, Girl. hard to lose the weight. Yeah. But yeah, it's a journey. It is a journey. And listen, it, that's where I was. So I was put on metformin. I was put on the pull. I was on it for about four months and I was getting bigger and bigger and bigger. I put on nine kilos in two months. No, um, man, you just grew your hair. Nine kilos way. Stop it. I lost my hair. My yeah. skin broke out. I mm. couldn't walk up the stairs. I was so tired. It was a time when I was, I don't know if everyone Hold it. on. Yeah. I, I, I remember the time you had skin breakout. I had such bad yes, skin breakout. Yes, I remember. And that's what it was. That's yes. that's what it was. But wow. I was so fatigued. I was just, I was really tired and it was weird. Like yes. I couldn't walk up the stairs. It was like 2010-ish. Well, that was, I was living with Picos at that time and didn't realize. Yes. But this is now the end of 2015 where yes. I was going through a lot of stress and gymming all the time and thinking, you know, I'm a machine. I would post all my workout videos and I was yeah. crazy at the gym. And I was just putting on weight and putting on weight, waking up at like one o'clock in the morning to mm. eat food because I was craving sugar and yes. fried food. Mm. Um, and I was still on the metformin. I was on the pull and I didn't understand why it wasn't working. Yeah. So I ended up having to go naturally. We're hanging out with Lala Hirayama and uh, in the building, um, he's spending time with us, but he'll be going back to Australia when? Um, on Saturday. Uh, Dr. Russell Cooper is in the building. We'll give you details on the website straight after this. Let's play Are You Smarter Than a Ooh, Primary School Kid? We love you very much. Thank you very much for playing with us. And thank you to Auntie Lala Aww. for being a great sport. Thank you. Website people can get a hold of you at or get information about uh, PCOS. Please check out uh, lifesource.org.za. Great stuff. There Doc, you thank go. you so much for your time. Thank you. Thank My you for, yeah, for, for your wealth of knowledge. Oh. My pleasure. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, Lala Hiroyama and Dr. Russell Cooper about to leave the building.